0: Good stuff. Hello and welcome to Holy Half Hour, the show that is neither holy nor half an hour. I am Kieran. Hello, great to have you with us. And I'm joined as ever by the wonderful and talented Mr. Michael Trainer. Hello Michael.
1: Hello, Kieran. Thanks for having me today. And uh, I love that you said, joined as ever, because this is the second ever episode. <laughs> you know, in our many yeah. years of joining one another uh, to record yeah. the Holy Hop Hour, this is, uh, I'm joined by my long time and long term co host. Yep, um, How are you?
0: Our many years of recording <laughs> together. Absolutely. Yes, I'm good, man. Are you all right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, here, my uh, recording booth in London Town. Um, where are you
0: yes uh, i am in bonnie scotland ah jealous Mm, well uh, along with the rest of the world my friend everyone wishes they were in scotland but uh but but that's the way it is
1: so kieran what are we going to be talking about today
0: well michael i'm glad you asked we are going to have our usual catch-up and then i believe we each have a little game prepared which will be fun and exciting And then we're going to do our slot where one of us poses a question about life and faith and that sort of thing. So we're going to have that conversation at the end. But I thought first we could... Sorry, was there something you wanted to say? (laughs) No, don't don't let me stop you. (sighs) Michael and Kieran. But I thought first we could have a little catch-up. So, how are you, man? What is going on yeah. with you? What's the deal with Michael Trainer?
1: Well, uh, you know, I'm doing all right, all things considered. We're on week five of lockdown, uh, where we are in London here. I think the rest of the UK is on three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've turned into a domestic god, obviously, as you'd expect. <laughs> uh, god, god with a small g. You already um, were, my friend.
0: <laughs>
1: absolutely um i've got a wee i've got a tiny bit more time still very busy with work uh making church online happen and trying to keep the church building from falling apart here in london but um yeah i've been cooking cleaning you know all that good stuff been working out and yesterday or the day before, I forget all days uh of've blended into one at this point. I actually left the site i left the church site and went for a walk. Maybe a half-mile walk. Oh, mate. It was pretty bold. Yeah, pretty bold. I nice. hadn't left the site in about three weeks before that.
0: Really? So you've not even been doing exercise away from home or anything?
1: No, not at all. Because I uh, I get a little bit ill sometimes, so I'm more of an at-risk person. So I've been properly trying to avoid humans at all costs. But uh, I put my mask on, went for a jaunt with my, with my wife. It was mm. quite nice. Um, although... Yeah, I still was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit apprehensive, but God is good. And uh, yeah, so not really very much interesting. I hope that you've got something slightly more interesting uh, to tell me about your week, Kieran.
0: Well, I'm curious um, about how you city slickers are managing at a time like this. I live in a city that's, you know, uh, technically a city, but it is nowhere near as big as london <laughs> it's like a large town so yeah. do you have you observed that most people are just never kind of leaving their home or immediate area of their home like yourselves or do you are you are a mm. lot of people still going out
1: it's hard to say because <clears throat> So, for example, where we live is near a popular kind of running area, an exercise area. So you, we I'll still see hundreds of people running every day. Um, but is that their their government-mandated exercise slot of the day? Quite possibly. There's certainly far fewer groups. There is far less traffic. Um, it seems like people are taking it kind of seriously. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, even in a lockdown, even when it's the quietest I've ever seen this area of London, it's still probably like four times busier than it is when your city is actually busy. Um, so, right. yeah, there's still loads of people around and people are still doing their thing. But I think generally speaking, you get the feeling that people are taking it seriously uh, and doing doing what they can to keep everyone safe. There's certainly a lot of applause on a Thursday at 8pm <laughs> for the NHS. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like... I feel like if people were uh, were not taking it seriously, then they probably wouldn't also be clapping in in chest. So there must be some kind of
0: <laughs> mm. uh,
1: collation there. But yeah, definitely. How about you? What have you been up to, my friend?
0: Well, what have I been up to? Uh, I think one thing that's happened for me, Michael, is that as my life has become even more mundane than it used to be, I found that I have more weird dreams. So I don't know if if this is just uh you know my brain sort of providing some entertainment. Uh don't worry it's all you know it's suitable for all universal suitable for all. Um That's good. But uh but I, so I had two weird dreams, right? That I wanted to tell you about. Okay, tell me. And you can interpret these and and tell me their meaning, please.
1: Oh, great, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Otherwise I'll get put in prison and uh, end up Sorry.
0: <laughs> how? Sorry, I, I, I'm not quite sure. I'm not sure if I follow how my dreams are going to land you in prison. That's good. Oh, for kind of a you Joseph. T- oh, it's a Joseph or, right. or maybe a, maybe a Daniel. Good or work, or sir. One, good work. One of the many. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Continue. Well, so first dream. I was on. Uh, I was on a hunt, right? As in, like a like we were dressed as if we were doing like a fox hunt. Who's yeah. We. I don't know. I don't know who the other people were. Oh, okay. They were people I like knew. Faceless minions. Yeah, yeah That's uh, my dreams are full of faceless minions. I don't know why. Maybe I <laughs> was. Like bo- maybe I was born to be <laughs> a ruthless dictator. Um, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so we're on this hunt, and um, we're at, like in the red hunting jackets and stuff. There's no foxes. Mm. I don't remember any dogs. But we are on horses, and we're riding around. And then somehow I become aware. That we're being chased by another hunting party. And the deputy of that hunting party, not the leader, I don't know why I only remember this, but the deputy of that hunting party is Colin Firth. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and that's all I remember. So <laughs> wow. So Joseph, on on pain of death, what uh what's my dream about?
1: Well, um, was there not a recent controversial film released in America called The Hunt which was all about um people hunting other yeah, people? Yeah, I've seen the trailer um, for
0: that a couple of times.
1: Yeah, they like it got so basically it was meant to be a satire, I think. I've not seen it. And um it was about kind of Democrats hunting Republicans. Ah. But it wasn't it wasn't really about that because it was actually a joke that they were doing that And then blah blah Apparently it's very good and satirical I've not seen it I don't know anything about it But okay. my interpretation of your dream is You watched that
0: movie? <laughs> <laughs> that seems reasonable, yes You will be allowed That's to right. live Provided you can interpret this next dream Okay, cool This one's a bit trickier mm-hmm. So it's but it's but It's simple But it's weird So in my dream, I was a fish and I was being dissected by my dad. (laughs) Gosh. Wow. So, Whilst alive. Analyze that, smart guy. Yeah, as far as I remember, I think he was like, uh, I, I woke up, I got that sort of like, I don't know if it's called, is it sleep apnea? It's called where you wake up because you're struggling to breathe for some reason. I don't know if that's mm, why it's called. Sleep apnea I, is a recurring
1: I, condition where you stop oh, breathing okay. in your
0: sleep. Ah, okay. Well, hopefully it's not that. I uh, don't wish to trivialize anyone who may be suffering with that. But anyway, I woke up gasping for breath in this dream, and I, like, I wondered if maybe uh, it was something to do with lungs or gills. Obviously, fish don't have lungs, but mm. I do. Do fish have lungs? I guess maybe they do, but oh, they gosh. also have gills. I don't know. Don't know. Not a clue. But anyway. Don't know uh what what does it mean
1: <laughs> fish definitely have organs yeah we had to gut a fish uh as part of a christian camp one time really um yeah but i don't know if it was uh i don't know if they're lungs but they're certainly uh fish organs i know they have a swim bladder
0: uh-huh, that's true yeah they do um,
1: yeah absolutely um anyway uh <laughs> fish parts aside I think that you are a very troubled man, and
0: (laughs) well, we all beyond
1: my help. Beyond my help, (laughs) there is no hope for you. You were supposed to tell me something. I think your dad knows that in your dream, (laughs) and uh, had decided to, you know, see see what was. Maybe you desire a deeper relationship with your father. Mm -hmm. You want to make the internal, external, and be known by your father in a in a more genuine way. Mm. And that's why your father was gutting you uh in this in this terms your guts are like metaphorical for like the way you feel uh the things you would like to say to your father. Um so that's yep yeah, that's what it is Kieran. Absolutely. I'm 100% confident. That's call actually your dad. And spill your guts.
0: <laughs> spill my guts. That's actually a very convincing interpretation, man. Thank you. You're like some Thanks. sort of radio psychiatrist from a 90s sitcom.
1: <laughs> Uh, if only, if only. Kelsey Grammar, I'd be very rich. <laughs> well, Kieran, as you know, um, <clears throat> I live in London, and there are lots of train stations in London. Did you know that?
0: Uh, Yes, yeah, I think I was aware of that.
1: There are a certain number of stops on the tube map. This is my first question to you. I've got some questions planned. Um, My first question is, can you guess how many stops are on the tube map?
0: Ooh, right. So is this like all routes?
1: Yeah, so on the tube map... There is underground stations. There's a DLR. There's yeah, overground. Yeah. There's even a tram. Um, so basically, not just underground stations, but all of the stations that are stopped at on the Tube map. If you look at it, how many are there? Wow! No googling.
0: <laughs> well, I I'll say first that I have absolutely no idea, but I'm gonna <laughs> well, guess. I didn't think you would? I'm gonna guess two hundred.
1: Okay, I think that's a decent guess, 200. I think there are around 260 tube stations. Mm. In total, there are 408 stops on the tube map.
0: Wow, okay.
1: Yeah, that's right. 408 stops to choose from as I put together this quiz, (laughs) which is (laughs) seven questions (laughs) of stops on the tube map that are in some way tenuously linked to god
0: (laughs) fantastic so
1: i've got seven questions lined up for you three options in each one of them is a legitimate tube station and two are made up by my beautiful mind um Mm -hmm. one and all of them are in some way related to the bible to god to faith to something like that so Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to find the real tube station or uh, stop on the tube map. They're not all underground stations. Okay. How does that sound?
0: So did you say two of them are fake and the rest are real? Or how does it work? Sorry.
1: So basically, so for example, this is question number one. Which of these three options is a real station on the tube map? Okay. Lords, Angel, or Christchurch?
0: Well, I'm pretty sure that it's Angel.
1: Okay. Uh, is that your final answer? Yes. Intellectual property rights. Um, <laughs> you are correct. It is Angel A... on the Northern line. I th- well, then, thought I'd heard or, of that. Or, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we've been there one time when you visited me here in London. Uh, uh... Yeah. So these are going to get slightly more difficult as we go through, hopefully. Sure. So are you ready for question number two? Absolutely. Okay. Gospel oak, gospel pine, or gospel (laughs) you?
0: Gospel oak, gospel pine, or gospel you?
1: Yep, those are your options.
0: Mm, For some reason, I, I presume you as in tree, that's the theme here.
1: Well, I presume so. I didn't name the station, so uh,
0: okay. Well, well, uh, fishing for a clue <laughs> there. Eh? I am drawn to gospel. You, so I'm going to go with that. Okay.
1: Um, the real station is Gospel Oak. Oh, okay. Oh, Ooh. so you're one one for two at the moment. If that's how that works. Um. Okay. Question number three. Are you ready? Yes. Saint Peter's Green. St. John's, <laughs> <Saint Jude's> <laughs> mm-hmm. John's, John's Wood or St. Jude's Park?
0: That is tough. St. Peter's Green. St. John's Wood. St.
1: John's Wood or St. Jude's Park? St.
0: Jude's Park. They're all so legitimate sounding, is the thing. Absolutely. Um, Devious. <laughs> <laughs> you clever, clever man. Clever girl. <laughs> Clever girl. Q. All right. I'm going to have to push you for an answer, I'm afraid. Well, now I'm thinking about Jurassic Park. Well, uh, so I'm distracted. <laughs> Always. Shooter. Constantly thinking about Jurassic Park <laughs> and how it okay, went. St. Peter's Green, so badly St. John's Wood,
1: or St. Jude's Park?
0: St. Jude's Park.
1: Drum roll. The correct station is. St. John's Wood.
0: Oh, that's the one I was definitely not going (laughs) to (laughs) choose.
1: That was the one that was definitely not the right one. And a bonus to anyone who's listening who can think of another Saint uh, station on the Tube map. Okay, Kieran, you ready for the next one?
0: Yes, absolutely. So,
1: question number four is White Horse Avenue, (laughs) Red Horse Lane, or Black Horse Road? Hmm. And a bonus point if you can guess Where in the Bible I'm referring to here Okay White Horse Avenue, Red Horse Lane Or Black Horse Road
0: I mean What stands out to me is White Horse Lane mm-hmm. because White Horse Avenue White Horse Avenue, sorry Because um, Of something in Revelation but i'm a little sketchy on the details
1: yeah well i'm I'm going to give you a bonus point there because with the white horse the red horse and the black horse i'm referring to the horses that are mentioned in revelation chapter six um however one of these is a real station and i'm going to need an answer as to which one you think it is a white horse avenue red horse lane or black horse road
0: okay black horse road yeah, nah. you got it I bet there's That's a pub there out called out the four. Black Horse
1: well, Almost certainly yeah. I, I don't know though Okay, you're ready, <laughs> there's two, well there's three more to go here. Uh, This is number five Chapel Abbey mm-hmm. or Temple
0: mm, I'm almost certain That Temple is a real stop on the Tube
1: Nicely done. You are correct, sir. Yeah, okay. You're bringing it back. You're bringing it back. Three (laughs) out of five. Okay. Here is the uh, number six. Monkton, spelt town, Abbots East or Blackfriars?
0: (sighs) Intake of breath. I'm going to go with Blackfriars.
1: Ah, you see I caught you out (laughs) with repeating the black No you're you're right, it's Blackfriars. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just in a cheeky mood. Uh, All right. So so you you are on four out of six, and here is your final question. Okay. You ready? I don't think this one will be too difficult for you. Right. King's Cross, (laughs) New Cross, or Hatton Cross?
0: Well, so I feel like how this is a trap. Oh, because somehow a trap. Mm. Uh because it's got to be King's Cross. But then it must be a bluff. Cause we're like oh, on yeah. we're on question six. This is
1: question seven, actually, oh, which is a holy even, number.
0: We're even further in. Well, in that case. I'm just gonna go with King's Cross.
1: <laughs> um there is a station called King's Cross St. Pancras. Oh. And there is also a station called King's Cross <laughs> and a station called New Cross and a station oh. called Battle Cross. They are, in fact, right. all stations on the tube map. Um, okay. Bonus point. Okay. If you, uh, if you knew that, anyone who's listening. Um, so, yeah, there you go. I'm uh, you sure. did very well. That last one doesn't really count, but you got uh, four <laughs> out of six, which is bad at all.
0: I'm sure many, many listeners found that a frustrating experience just because, they, like because their did. knowledge of the world in general is much <laughs> better than mine. And I was like, uh, uh, I think it's uh, all the way through.
1: Well, anyone who listens uh, from London will almost certainly be thinking that. But I don't think <laughs> that unless you've if you've lived in London all your life, you don't appreciate how much knowledge is exclusive to London and people outside here don't know mm. what what are stations and what are not so right right
0: what's the name of the test for cab drivers in london the knowledge the knowledge i thought it was the knowledge Mm. yeah yeah well michael that was a lot of fun thank you well would you like to play my game michael i'd love to play your game kieran that would be so fun okay probably well we'll see let's uh yeah you can decide that afterwards um i have sent you much like last week i've sent you three jingles oh great this week these jingles are not for our show last week listeners if you tuned in if you tuned in your podcast device you would have heard me give michael three different jingles for this show and i asked him to choose one this week We're going to do something a bit different. So I was doing some research, Michael, on how to um, make a podcast (laughs) and how to distribute a (laughs) podcast. And I was also, while I was procrastinating, instead of doing that, I was looking at episodes of TV sitcoms on Amazon Ah. and on iTunes. And I ended up coming across a podcast for a particular TV show that someone And this is a real podcast. Somebody made this. The contents mm-hmm. of the podcast is each episode is about 20 or 30 seconds long. And a person reads the synopsis of an episode of a popular TV show. And that's the whole oh, wow. thing. And either side, this is the best bit, either side <laughs> of that 20 second bit of content uh-huh. that they possibly read off of a box, although I'm not sure either side of that is a minute and a half of adverts. (laughs) So it seems like somebody's running a racket, you know, that they've put into the minimum possible effort to try and get a a podcast to make them some kind of money. And it got me thinking, what's the laziest podcast one could do? Like, what's the Uh lowest amount of effort required in making a podcast? Obviously, you've got to switch a mic on. Um, and you've got to upload it to the internet. But beyond that, what is the lowest amount of effort one could put into a podcast? So I came up with three podcast concepts, three lazy podcasts. Um, But I'm not going to tell you what the names are. I want you to listen to the three podcast themes I've made, and I want you to tell me what you think the names of the podcasts are. Does that make sense?
1: Okay, so I've got to listen to the theme and guess the name of
0: the podcast yes exactly exactly
1: okay i'm gonna put my headphones on great so do you want me to listen to the first one
0: yeah yeah go for it play number one here we go
1: noises <laughs> oh my gosh wow um, that was a real audio treat
0: <laughs> i'm sure it was
1: <laughs> it's <was> a real <laughs> smorgasbord of beautiful noises <laughs>
0: So what do you um, what do you think what, what do you think that okay. podcast might be called? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there was some ocean noises. There was a lot of uh, birds. There was the same bird multiple times, and then it really kicked off with a uh, another bird, sounded like a a wood pigeon, and uh, a dog, and. Yeah, it really started to kick off. I'm sure, pretty sure there was a horse in there at some at one point. Well
0: done, there there was a horse. Um, the, at the peak, at the crescendo, the wee, <laughs> yeah. it fizzled out with the sound of a horse.
1: Yeah, you really knew that it was going to be a good podcast when the horse came in. Well, you know it's over um, when the fat
0: horse sings. Boom, boom. Absolutely. Um,
1: so I'm trying to think, are you leaning into the animals or are you leaning into the kind of white noise? So I'm going to go... I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to hedge my bets and I'm going to say that it's called the white noise animal cast.
0: That's very good. I like that. That's much m- that's Thanks. much much better than anything I came up with. So well done. We're <laughs> not I'm not really a, not really assigning points here because I just wanted to sort of just uh, sort of, do you this just wanted freeform.
1: to make some noises, and uh, I wanted to make some <laughs> an excuse I to make I some, wanted some wanted jingles. To
0: subject you to some ridiculous jingles. <laughs> That's right. That's all I really yeah. wanted, Michael.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, no one's, no one was, no one was uh, thinking anything other than that.
0: Really. You can see all of the uh, joinings of the thinly veiled construction <laughs> I've put together to prop up Absolutely. my premise of. Just prop up the this excuse yeah. to just play you some terrible noise I made today <laughs> on GarageBand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. What, so
1: are you going to tell me what you came up with? What the real name is?
0: So it was Animal. You said Animal White Noise.
1: Yeah, Animal White Noise Cast.
0: I, I really like that. Uh, mine were what much, much more, much more boring, much less interesting. Okay. Rather, uh, okay. I had Beach Cast beach because you could probably hear the ocean sounds there i had gull cast i thought gull cast or bird cast Mm -hmm. the idea being that basically if you happen to live by the beach um and you shouldn't obviously you shouldn't be at the beach right now if you don't live by the beach because of the lockdown
1: unless there's no one else there
0: i guess so yeah um but uh but yeah i thought of you could just open your window and record and then upload that to the Mm. internet and that would okay. could be a podcast.
1: And you think that if you do live by the by the beach, and if you open up your window, that you're going to get such a such a, <laughs> a close to the mic <laughs> horse sound as uh, as that? There's literally a horse sticking its head through your window
0: <laughs> yeah, at that point. Yeah, totally.
1: So it's actually the horse is a red herring cast um, <laughs> in your mind.
0: Definitely, yeah, yeah. It's um, well, I mean, okay, okay. There were about a dozen birds in that. I just got every bird sound that's on GarageBand. So there were there was an owl, a loon, a, a mm-hmm. magpie, I think, uh, oh, wow. an ostrich. There were all kinds. So, yeah, it's unlikely that you'd find all of those on most beaches. But, you know, yeah, you so, never know.
1: So, yeah, I think that your naming conventions are a wee bit of a stretch. But now that I know where the <laughs> level is at, I'm feeling confident for the second jingle. Good. Shall I play the second one?
0: Good, man. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Well so what okay, do you th- what do you think jingle. this next podcast is called? Okay, here's jingle number 2.
1: Oh my gosh. He's a turn my headphones down. <laughs> 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 Oh, my gosh. What do you think? Oh. oh, my. Oh, Kieran. Now, what did we say after you told me about that dream you had about see- maybe seeking some professional help?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm giving the listeners the impression that I have a very weird relationship with sleep. I think that's fair.
1: Uh, okay, so we have some potential jazz flute here. Um it definitely was a woodwind of some can. I'm fairly sure it's a flute. Correct. Um, and a, a snoring Kieran.
0: Yes. Okay. How did you know okay. it was me?
1: Um, <laughs> 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 well, but just because you're in isolation, obviously, it would be irresponsible of you to, uh, to record someone else sleeping. True. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. What are we going to call this one? It's the... Uh, the you can cut out this thinking time.
0: Yeah, that's okay.
1: I'm trying to think, Kieran. I'm trying to think of a, of a clever yeah uh, portmanteau of woodwind and something to do with <laughs> sleep, and I'm really struggling to uh, to come up with one on the fly.
0: <laughs> well, um, I I will say I'm gonna
1: go with go, the uh, go I'm gonna go with the 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 flute snooze cast.
0: <laughs> that's good man, that's good they
1: all, all my names have cast in the title uh, apparently.
0: Well that's alright, that's alright It's it, it's interesting that you work the jazz flute into the name Because I hadn't thought about that at all But that's very creative, so well done <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, yeah I was actually going to go for snoozecast So well done, you've essentially, you've rumbled me uh, Amazing, we, we so arrived why at the was there a jazz
1: flute if it's just the snoozecast?
0: Well, you know, that's the just the intro <laughs> That's the intro music <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> I just felt like uh, that music uh, was appropriate. I don't know why.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: suppose it—you know—very soothing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, someone playing jazz flute in your ear and and playing yeah. jazzy drums, jazzy hand yep. drums while you're sleeping. <laughs>
1: Okay. Okay. So I'm 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 zero for two if that's how that that works.
0: Well, I I think we can give you Snoozecast because you oh, you essentially got snoozecast? that. Yeah, yeah, because that's okay, what I great. was thinking too. So well done. Brilliant. I mean, it's it's certainly
1: more than I hoped that I would get right at the start <laughs> of this. So uh So uh, I'm I'm very pleased. Shall I do the third and final jingle, Kieran?
0: Yes, do. And um, yeah, let's see what you think the name of this podcast is. Okay, here we go.
1: Oh. Oh. Shut up! <laughs> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> oh, I don't know who that guy is on that jingle, but I appreciate him uh, intervening there with a loud "shut up." That was uh... <laughs> certainly bizarre. Um, yeah. Your podcast selection, okay. and I'm and I'm impressed by how just how bizarre they are. Actually, I feel like it's a real insight into the workings of your mind um <laughs> and i'm I'm impressed and slightly frightened yeah but uh <laughs> but you're not I'm, alone, I'm, I'm sure go i'm gonna go with the uh the base ick pet cast you see oh uh, base there's a lot of bass in there um and there was some pets so so there you go, and again sticking with my name and convention, it has cast in it.
0: Yes, the basic pet cast. Yeah. Okay. Um, Michael, I'm impressed with the amount of thought you're putting into this. It's much more (laughs) than the amount of thought that I put into it. And I feel almost guilty at this point. Uh, (laughs) As you try to wring some truth and meaning (laughs) from this terrible, (laughs) terrible pile of... uh, Assault on the ears. This terrible pile of dog cast that I have (laughs) concocted um well uh yeah that's good man i like i like how you worked in the bass as well i i was i was thinking like pet cast or something i don't know your name is much better <laughs> you didn't even come up with a name i didn't so really there was no
1: no way to get a right answer in that
0: question because <laughs> you literally didn't even come up with a name for it <laughs> michael i'm gonna level with you here the whole premise of this being a game was just so i could play so you some ridiculous noises uh uh-huh. um, but I think you already knew that,
1: yeah, it was definitely a thin <laughs> facade that was uh that was covering <laughs> over that one,
0: yeah, well, there we go uh you well went, I think what's say.
1: important is that um, I think what's important is that we've all learned a valuable lesson, <laughs> and also um, I shouldn't assume just because you send me an email with some tracks on it that your game is better than mine
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a very good lesson i think uh whatever goodwill i uh you know had shored up from last week's uh podcast is gone but that's okay
1: (laughs) no i'm being cruel and that's not fair i think you've done a great job there kieran and um i definitely wouldn't listen to any of those podcasts
0: But now it's time to seamlessly transition into our uh, God conversation for today. So, Michael, I've been thinking about how best to maintain intimacy with God at a time like this. As you, as you said at the start, we're in you're in the fifth week. I'm in fourth week of lockdown. Um, everyone is spending lots of time at home, much more than they usually would. I find it difficult to uh, professionally and personally, I find it difficult to keep on track with things <laughs> when I'm in the house all the time. Uh, I'm not someone who is good at working from home. and I and I find also that lack of discipline can sometimes uh, spill over into other areas of life. And so suppose really I'm wondering, you know, do you have any thoughts on how best to maintain intimacy with God, to cultivate that? Uh, uh that time with the lord a time when you know personal space is perhaps at a premium for many people yeah. and things are just generally quite anxious and quite difficult
1: yeah i think that's a really good question and a really important question to be asking ourselves at this time and uh gosh what do i think i think the first thing that comes to mind is I think during a challenging time like this where we're all experiencing similar things we have to still allow ourselves to remember that it's a different experience for everyone actually um and that everyone's response will be different in the same way that we are all different so i some people are feeling very anxious much more anxious than they normally feel some people are feeling actually relieved Uh, to have some more space and they are finding it maybe easier to enjoy that space. Some people are actually busier than they've ever been before because of the way their work is or people are being furloughed or people are, you know, losing jobs and they're looking for jobs or, you know, everyone's experience of of this COVID um, isolation and and crisis is going to be different and every Christian's experience is going to be different and i think that that's just important to allow yourself to remember that like there's going there's i think what everyone has done is they've they've rushed it's all hands to the pumps it's how can we equip all the christians in the world to spend this time just meditating on the lord like we've got this space how can we just just make that space and just be in it and use it for prayer, and listening to God, and seeking His will, and all this good stuff, and I'm absolutely 100% for that. But I think it's also important that we realize that that's not where everyone is at. Like, not everyone has that space, and not everyone has that is is looking for that at this time in the relationship with God. Like, yeah, we always need to be making space for prayer and listening to God. Of course, that has to be a regular discipline, but I think some people need to be active. Some people need to be uh, like, how can I love my community in this time? Because I need to serve God. I need to step out. Right. Some people need to be thinking, how can I be creative and make something, or mm. how can I be busy, or so. I guess my short answer, which is not answering your question at all, is that <laughs> the f- step one is. How do I get closer to God during this difficult time? It's realized that it's not a one-size-fits-all for everybody. Because I think that's one of the things that I've seen a lot of, is everyone pushing to be like, make space, listen to God, meditate. And if that's what you need and that's what you desire, or if you don't know what you need and you don't know what you desire, then you should try those things, of course. But actually, some people don't need that. Some people need community. Some people need to get plugged into a small group some people need to not be on their own um, and they need to reach out to their church or to a christian they know and say how can i get plugged in how can i be on line chats playing games you know can i do a bible study with you will you pray for me because actually it's the worst thing for them to be on their own Um, and i think reaching out in a time where everyone is looking more inward can be intimidating but i think people should 100% feel empowered to do that because it's essential that we as the church journey through this together. Um, And if you don't have people to journey through it with, then it's all the more challenging. Uh, So yeah, that's my first thought. Mm. Um, I could go on, but I want to let you have space to respond to (laughs) that. (laughs) That's Um,
0: good, man. That's good. I really appreciate those thoughts. And and I, I think one of the things you said, I'm very encouraged by, is kind of that sense of um, that, that God has created us with different needs and that those mm. needs include things like community. And so while it's so important in your relationship with God to have a regular time where, as a Christian, you're in the word of God, you're praying and meditating on that word, and even time you're know, in worship whether that's personally or with your family or whoever you live with, if that's something you can do. Um, that Those are, you know, such vital things, to I think, to have in your personal life, whatever that might look like for, for you, because I'm sure it's different for different people. But I think there's also something there in what you've said of, you know, God did make us with other needs. And that includes the need to be with others, the need for community, that sort of thing. God has created us with other legitimate needs uh, that he is designed to be met by going out and enjoying nature where we can, obviously, in this lockdown season or by, you know, enjoying a a Skype call with friends or whatever it is. And so, um, yeah, I, I I think... This speaks to me, Michael, because I think I have a tendency to maybe beat myself up a bit and be like, oh, well, uh, you know, I find that too often my devotional life, my intimacy with God is motivated by, I haven't done enough of this lately and I feel bad, therefore mm. I'm going to pick up my Bible. But that's such a terrible reason, such a terrible motivation <laughs> to have for spending time with the Lord, because any 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 relationship that's motivated by guilt is not genuine, right? Um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm just mindful of where scripture says that it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance, that God is not, yeah. you know, God convicts by his spirit of sin, but he's not out to condemn if we are in Christ, you know? Um, and, and so that yeah. the basis on which I want to come to God is to enjoy that relationship, to enjoy that intimacy with him. Um, but I find at times that I get into that sort of mode of beating myself up. But one of the things I was really encouraged by in having a conversation with a dear friend recently is he said to me, because I was relaying some of these troubles to him, and he said, you know, here you're a very creative person, so why not bring that into your time with the Lord? you know, perhaps more than you do at the moment. And that's something I've been thinking about a lot, you know, and I've, um, in the last few months, I've, there's been a bit more songwriting, for example, in my life, which has sort of enhanced my my devotional time with the Lord and that kind of thing, which has been wonderful. So, you know, yeah, I think part of it is, as you've said, finding that expression that works for you and that, is refreshing for you and nurtures something in your soul that need whatever need it is that you have.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think that it's very, it's very. You see a lot of memes and you see a lot of uh, content going around on social media all about like I am going to come out of uh, isolation totally jacked or super fat <laughs> or I am going to come out of isolation like really excellent at X mm-hmm. um, and. I think there is, because this is such an unprecedented time, people feel this pressure to have really achieved something during it, and I think that as Christians, that can manifest as, uh, oh, you know, I want to come out of out of isolation, closer to God than I've ever been before, and of course, we always want to be on a journey in which we're always continually closer to God and more Christ-like, um, but. That journey normally is multifaceted and has hundreds of different aspects you know, prayer, Mm. meditation, relaxation, uh, active acts of service, uh, repentance, uh, reconciliation all these different things that we do to get closer to God. And there's so many more. We still need to find expressions of those nuance, this nuanced relationship that we have with God. Um, through this difficult time. We need to think about all the things that build up this picture of our relationship with God and find, can this this picture look the same? Does it need a slightly different expression? Does it need a completely different iteration? How does that picture change? But it still has to be a complete picture with Mm. multiple facets. Um, My tendency anyway is to go, is to get completely dialed into one thing. I'm a very focused person um if i'm cleaning the house i want to clean it to the nth degree if i'm painting a room i want it to be absolutely perfect and immaculate and i've painted everything um and (laughs) during this time it's like oh my my first instinct is okay i'm gonna work out every day and i'm gonna memorize the scripture and and maybe i can memorize a whole book of the bible during this time you know and and actually I'll get so dialed into one thing that I'll neglect all the other aspects of my walk with God. And that's something that I've really been trying not to do during mm. this time, because there's this kind of pressure thinking, oh, it's an unprecedented time. I must achieve so much. And and how can I achieve the most in my relationship with God? How can I show something And like God's not interested in me having something to show for my relationship with him during this time? He doesn't want me to emerge out of my isolation and have committed the entire Bible to memory. Mm. If it's at the expense of my personal relationship with him, right. so I think it's yeah, it's important just to remember to that we have a very full. We should have a very full relationship with God. That it has different expressions and different uh, disciplines, and we just need to find a way to maintain that uh, and to grow in that during this time.
0: Mm, mm. That's good, man, and I like what you say about it being an unprecedented time. But that mm. not being uh not needing to be a pressure in terms of oh in this in this uh once mm. in a generation a, a circumstance, I should have a once in a generation super amazing spiritual awakening and memorize the entire Bible, et cetera um, yeah, exactly. whereas actually. Uh, while discipline is very important, I think it's it's also good to be good to yourself and to recognize your limitations and the limitations of the season that we're in. Um, yeah. And that everybody, I think, probably on some level, is anxious or in some way struggling with this lockdown. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, the super famous Hebrews thirteen eight. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. You know, the time is different, but it didn't surprise God Um, I'm not saying it was his plan, but I'm saying it didn't surprise him and he is with us and he is the same and he hasn't changed. So our relationship with God might move and ebb and flow in certain directions depending on the season, but ultimately fundamental things like it being, you know, a rich relationship with many different expressions doesn't change. Yeah, Um, yeah, absolutely. So, but how that translates as practical things, because practical things are useful, um, that's all very ephemeral. I think I, I would be inclined to literally sit down with a piece of paper and write out the aspects of my relationship with God, which really feed my soul and help me to become more like Christ and just check through them. Like, how are those being fed? So, fellowship am i getting fellowship anymore am i desiring that but it's it's stifled in me so i need to find a small group join an online community make if my church you know like scripture is my church doing much shorter online preaches and therefore i'm actually hungry for the word so i need to be more podcasts or looking to other sources Mm. you know all these kind of things prayer. Like I used to go to a weekly prayer meeting, perhaps I'm no longer going to that or, and just work through the things that feed us and the things that we know we need to have in our lives and in our relationship with God. And, you know, practically, are we getting those things still? Do we need to address them? Because, you know, it's the old adage, you never stay still with God. You always move forward or you're moving backwards. Um, Mm. So we need to make sure that we're
0: feeding those areas, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Are, do you are there any um, practical things that are helpful for you that you'd be willing to share that might be of benefit for other people
1: yeah I mean well <clears throat> i having been in church leadership i wasn't i didn't have time between multiple jobs and doing leadership churchy stuff and everything else to be in a small group to be having fellowship uh before the COVID-19 uh, lockdown. Um, and it was something that I felt was missing in my life, but mm. couldn't, just couldn't, couldn't make work. Um, so that was one of the first things that we did. We, uh, My wife and I set up a small group um, and we're meeting now with, with just four others, so six of us all together uh, once a week. We're just working through some stuff, praying together, you know, sharing thoughts on scripture. Mm. And it's great, you know. Um, and I hope that, those kind of things will be something to show to come out of isolation like uh, you know i'm not saying that it's not good to do spiritual growth and to say hey during this difficult time these things happened of course we want that to um uh, that can't be the be all and end all that's all i was saying earlier but yeah so having a small group now has been great for me that increased sense of fellowship and also helping to go deeper into scripture um i've been We've been uh, doing the Lord's prayer as we wash our hands. Um, there's been lots of uh, twenty seconds, like how do you spend twenty seconds? Um, uh, so yeah, mm. the Lord's prayer as we wash our hands is is a good way to spend twenty seconds. That's cool. Um, yeah, we've also been uh, we've also been doing the Lord's prayer set as an alarm at twelve noon. A lot of people have been doing that recently, but that's been been really beneficial. And uh, yeah, the one thing that our Our small group we're talking about this week is just the busyness. Even in this time of isolation, everyone is very busy and trying to spend time to enjoy things um, and slow down a little. So I've been doing a breathing exercise whenever I do feel anxious, whenever I feel fearful or anxious or busy or or, uh, hurried. I've been doing this quite well-known breathing exercise, which when you take three breaths and you breathe in for four seconds, you hold your breath for seven seconds, and then you exhale for eight seconds. You try to make that single exhale last eight seconds. You do that three times, just three times. And after having taken those three breaths, then I just, whatever's making me anxious, whatever's making me fearful, I just try to give it to God, surrender it to God in prayer, Um, which I've done not as much as I should do, but I've done a number of times since setting it as a challenge on Thursday last week. i've been doing it most days and uh yeah it's been really good for me um how about yourself anything practical that's that's helping you or any advice you might give
0: yeah well i think those are really good man and um, i like that sense of like ritual and a, a, a kind of developing you know good habits to sort of in insert into your day like the you know, lord's prayer around lunchtime and that kind of thing or when you're washing your hands i think that's a great way to sort of refocus your thoughts onto the lord so i think that's really cool um for me i i, I think um i don't know if i have any particularly practical tips to share i'm not very good at being practical as you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um one thing that i have appreciated is i a couple of days ago i started on um Tim Keller's book My Rock My Refuge which for those who are listening and don't know is a year-long Psalms devotional so in 365 days it takes you through the whole of the Psalms by you're know, breaking them into sections and there's a you know a bit of time to meditate on that scripture there's a bit of a thought from Tim Keller on each section and it's a very it's a short you know reflection you could do it in 10 minutes or uh, sorry, you could do it in two minutes or you could do it in 20 depending on how you choose to engage with it but uh, I find that so far and I'm not <laughs> I'm not far in <laughs> yet but I, I found it very encouraging and it will be continue to be very encouraging I think so um, and my fiance and I because uh, I'm getting married next year we're going through some material together just a, a book that we're doing sort of as a like a book club. We tend to have a book club where we'll be working through a book together. So we're really enjoying that as well. And that's been very encouraging. So um, yeah. And like yourself, I'm involved in... Oh, knocking my own mic. Like yourself, I'm involved in community group. So that's been really good too. And I have a wonderful community up here uh, in Stirling uh, that I'm part of. And those guys are super encouraging and we continue to study God's word together and all of that. So... The other thing Mm -hmm. that I try to do as often as I can is songwriting because worship and singing has always been a a way that I really connect with the Lord. Um, And so, yeah, I've tried to make that a part of my life as much as I can. Uh, Not always successfully, but, but I'm trying to maintain that discipline because it's such a good way to engage with scripture and it's such a good way to try and memorize scripture as well i think if you're turning uh taking a psalm and setting it to music for example or that sort of thing so those are some of the ways for me
1: yeah that sounds great and uh yeah i would just add on that uh earlier i kind of said i made the light of memorizing the whole bible but scripture memorization is something that i love to do as a spiritual discipline oh sure um, yeah also continue doing uh continuing to do during this time and uh there's a there's a great app i use called uh remember me which is uh, a really good way of of memorizing scripture you plug it in it gives you some games to play around and, and the memorization of them and uh yeah so it's a good I, app I definitely uh yeah it's, it's good stuff and uh memorizing scripture is awesome
0: Finally, is there anything else you'd like to share, maybe something you've seen this week or something funny or informative or encouraging for our our listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like saying this is like saying that the sky is blue because it feels like everyone has seen this already. But I don't know if you've seen Kieran because you don't watch quite as much YouTube as I do, but uh, John Krasinski who is uh, an actor in America from the American version of The Office and A Quiet Place and other things, uh, Jack Reacher, I think he's in, is doing a, a, a YouTube uh, video called Some Good News. Right. Um, it's a weekly kind of newscast uh, shot from his home uh, very informally, but it's very, very cool, very wholesome. It's just basically highlighting good things. Um And yeah, people send in and they do songs and they do all kinds of stuff. Um, And it's just really positive and also sometimes heartbreakingly positive. Um, uh, So if you are, if you're prone to crying at the television, then uh, be warned. But um, yeah, I really recommend it if you're looking for something a little bit more positive in the news sphere. Cool. Um, Have you seen it?
0: Do you know, I've seen it uh, like advertised. I've seen uh, maybe it's come up mm. on YouTube, but I yeah. haven't actually watched it yet. But I'll try and remember to check it out because that sounds, uh, yeah, sounds like fun.
1: It's nice. And sometimes nice is enough. Um, how about you, Kieran? Uh Anything to recommend to me or to anyone listening?
0: Well, Michael, let's talk about Ravens. So, (laughs) not this again. (laughs) Not this again. He says, "I like that." Um, I I just, I I just loved that video. So, uh, you, if you're someone who frequents YouTube as Michael and I Mm -hmm. do, you may have seen uh, in the last few weeks that there was a video trending about ravens and a a particular raven that this woman looks after and it talks. And I had no idea. I I don't think I knew that ravens could talk, and I was just totally blown away. And Michael, I have gone uh down the youtube rabbit hole of talking birds in the last two weeks i have watched so many videos of talking (laughs) birds (laughs) and i've just absolutely mesmerized by (laughs) by like birds repeating things back to you um but. Yeah.
1: So for, uh, for those for those uh, listening who haven't seen this video, there's a YouTube channel of a, a lady in the UK. It's called yep. Falconry and Me. Yes, very and, good. And uh, for whatever reason, the algorithm of YouTube decided to recommend it to basically everyone here uh, in one week. And she has a raven uh, called Fable, Fable the Raven. And yep. he says, like, hello. And he goes, boop, boop. A lot doesn't he? Kieran? He does go boop, boop. boop, boop.
0: Um, <laughs> That's the best and bit. And
1: he says, "Wow." Um, and it's it is very cool and very uh, very interesting. Um, so yeah, it's so awesome. you've been on a on a you've been on a talking bird bender.
0: Yeah, I totally have. It's absolutely fascinating with the with the ravens and the fact that the the lady in the video was saying that they have the kind of cognitive capacity roughly of a seven year old child. Apparently, yeah. Which yeah. is amazing, just amazing. And and again, these are the kind of things that, you know, make me marvel at how amazing our world is and how amazing yeah. creation is. Um, you know, that we uh, obviously humans are very clever <laughs> and we are, you know, uh, we're quite sophisticated in terms of what we can do in comparison to a Some lot more of, than others. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm just mesmerised by by parrots. So <laughs> perhaps yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I've I, maybe I've got a way to go. But uh, <laughs> but, um, but 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 I think sometimes we forget how, or at least I forget how complex and how sophisticated and just how incredible the natural world world is. And that's just been something that I've been thinking about lately, and uh, through the medium of talking bird videos.
1: <laughs> well I'm, I'm glad man i think it's a great video and i'm glad that it's been speaking to you on such a deep level because for me it was just like huh that's cool talking <laughs> bird. But you're like lord thank you so yeah. <laughs> much for talking birds you're such a great god <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i it's don't good, know if you're my spiritual man <laughs> uh, well you say that
0: i don't know if my response was as uh was as sophisticated <laughs> as that i think it was more just like whoa that bird talks and uh, you know but um but yeah uh, as i've thought about it um over the course of our conversation uh, i'm definitely <laughs> encouraged by <laughs> by how amazing god has made this world well my friends i think that's about all we've got time for this week Absolutely. This is holy half hour. You've been listening to. It's lasted more than half an hour once again. Uh, that that will be a theme. Not all of it has been holy, but hopefully, <laughs> we've been we've been able to encourage you uh, with some of our thoughts and and reflections this week. Um, we would love to hear from you. Uh, we are working on ways that you can get in touch with us. Hopefully, by the time I've edited this together, I will have inserted perhaps an email address. Uh, and I'll slot that in here. Information Rick. The address is hello at holyhalfhour.co.uk. Information break. Um, if you'd like to get in touch, if you have any thoughts or reflections to share uh, on the topics we've discussed or anything else, do get in touch. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Michael see you next time. Bye. Michael Bye-bye. And Michael and Kieran. Michael and Kieran.